Welcome to Women Winning It Writing Podcast Show. I am your host, Chelsea McCoy, and this is the show where we talk about all things writing and all things editing from a woman's perspective. This show is brought to you by Your Writing Table, where we help you tell your story, your way, in your words. This show has been developed to discuss the behind the scenes of the book writing journey and the writer's experience. We talk about things such as what inspired you to write your story, what was your creative process like, you know, have you experienced, you know, just challenges when you weren't able to finish writing, and we even talk about editing stuff, <laughs> all types of things that pertain to writing. Our goal is to provide inspiration, motivation, encouragement, and to break down the myths that writing a book is impossible. If this is your first time joining us, again, my name is Chelsea. I am a published author, editor, and the owner of Your Writing Table, which provides full-service book writing, consulting, editing, and publishing services. I've been writing and editing for over 20 years, and y'all, writing and editing is like my second language, okay? For all our returning listeners, thank you for being a part of our podcast family. We appreciate you and we thank you for all the support, the questions that you send in, the topic suggestions, and all of the positive feedback. Last but not least, thank you, thank you to our partners who support us financially and to help us continue creating quality content and to provide a platform for women writers to share their writing journey, promote their books, brands, and their businesses. If you would like to be a partner, please click on the link at the end of the episode notes for more information. And now let's get into today's episode. What's up, y'all? Welcome, welcome, welcome to another amazing episode of Women Winning at Writing. And as always, we have got another woman that is winning in her writing. And I'm so excited to bring her on. So how many of you... And y'all who have been in college or in school, y'all remember what it was like having to do research for papers, right? Sometimes it was interesting, depending on the topic. Other times it may not have been as interesting. You just like, why I got to study this? Why I got to look this up? But we all know that research is critical. It is essential for certain types of writing projects. Um, There's times when you have to go behind the scenes and you have got to read up, get information on what you're going to be writing about so that you can have the correct information. Um, A lot of the books that I've written um, for my nonfiction, I had to do the same thing. I had to do my research, Um, especially for those of you that are writing faith-based books. You want to make sure that you've got your biblical scriptures and your biblical knowledge. You want to make sure that you have all of that intact so that what you're presenting in your writing is not only correct, but you're able to, you know, give the supporting facts or back it up as the teachers and professors used to say, so that you can have, um, you know, something to solidify the opinion that you're bringing in your writing. So today's guest is doing just that she's talking she's um, been doing some writing on and she does a lot of research within her writing let me say that correctly so um, without further ado because I'm gonna let her go into detail about it y'all please help me welcome Shantae Austin to the show welcome Shantae thank you so much for having me I'm happy to be here Thank you. Thank you for joining us and for taking the time out of your schedule to just sit and chat with us for just a few moments. So we're just going to dive right in. Tell us a little bit about yourself and your books. 
So um, currently I'm, you know, I have a nine to five, but um, my books per se are um, geared towards um, biblical research. Um, the first book that I wrote is a rewrite of Genesis and it's based on scientific evidence. It proves that the Bible is an African book and that the people that are mentioned and the stories that are written were based in Africa and written about Africans. And the second book that I wrote is the presentation of the scientific evidence. Oh, wow. Okay. So see, you got a lot of research you have to do for those particular topics and those subjects. Um, So tell us, what was your inspiration to write this particular type of book? Um, I grew up in in the church and um, I struggled a lot and I love science as well. I love school and I struggled a lot growing up with the um, contradictions between science and religion mm, mm-hmm. and, um, that spurred my you know that's something that I always struggled with and that's something that I um, was one of my inspirations and motivations for the book I used science to prove religion mm. um, and um, uh, the book is really um, centered around the life of Joseph the son of Israel, um, also known as Jacob. Mm -hmm. And um, it talks a lot about his life. And I was, um, about 15 years ago, I was, um, my pastor had spoke about the story of Joseph and I just was reading on it for months and months and months. And I just was kind of obsessing over the story. And also when I started college, I came to an HBCU, FAMU, and Florida Agricultural and Mechanical University. Mm -hmm. And um, we were, um, one of the requirements was to attend an African-American studies um, course um, for all freshman students. And the class was quite large, so I really didn't get a lot from my teacher. So I took the second class and it was a lot smaller. And the teacher himself had been to Egypt and Africa. Mm. And he told us that, the Egypts were African, Egyptians were African. And I, up to that point, you know, I was almost 19. I didn't know that because the way that Hollywood portrays Egyptians, they don't ever look African. And that's when the spark, the um, desire for knowledge with Egypt came in. And then that was 2003. And then in 2008 is when I started reading on the story of Joseph. And I'm not sure if you've ever been driving somewhere and the Lord spoke to you and tell you to go a different way than the way that you normally go. Yeah. <laughs> and a huge accident in that way, you know, the way that you normally go. And it was the same, the same um, download, like the same, like a uh, spirit that spoke to me. And it told me that I'm sure it was the Lord that the pharaoh in the story of joseph because his name was removed from the bible was the husband of nefertiti and i you know had researched egypt for five years at that point and i really still didn't know much about nefertiti because there's really not a lot on the surface value about her i just know that she was pretty um but when i looked it up 
her husband Akhenaten was the one and only monotheistic pharaoh in Egyptian history. Oh, wow. Yep. And so that was really what sparked this entire project. And so um, Akhenaten and Joseph were in, like, I found out that they were related, which I believe is one of the reasons why um, his name was left out of the Bible. And it basically proves that, you know, Israelites were African and Egyptians as well were Africans. Okay. See, and this is why research is important. I'm pretty sure people listening to this now are going to be like, wait, what? Oh, say that again, I was, you know. I was the same way. <laughs> and this is I why was. research is so, so important because you're able to get that stuff that is not talked about as often. You know, like you said with Nefertiti, that's probably the same with Cleopatra and the the other um, more popular queens, you know, that are referred and spoken about. We right. just know their name. Um, yeah, Hollywood and the movie, the film industry has portrayed them in one way. And of course, when you read about it, it's coming back a completely different way. <laughs> correct. Correct. So what's your process when you are doing this research? Like, do you set time aside and you say, hey, for the next day or two, I'm going to do research and then you write or how does how's your process work? Well, I, I researched for, for 15 years and, um, I, I wrote the book. Um, I started writing it, um, four times before I ended up actually writing it. Um, but once I, my issue was that I was trying to research the entire book and then start writing. And then last year, is when I actually sat down and wrote it. And what I did was I already knew everything that I wanted to go in the book. So I just did a chapter outline. Okay. And then I detailed exactly the time periods that I wanted in each chapter outline and wrote additional notes. Um, For this particular project, I had to do timelines and make sure that because I used the biblical um, I used the Bible as a record, and then I also used ancient Egyptian records, and then I also matched that with archaeological records. And so all of those timelines, I had to do individual timelines for those, and then match those with my chapter outlines. Okay. And then it was a lot. <laughs> and then yeah. once I did that, <laughs> I just wrote. I still had to do a little bit of research with each chapter, but instead of trying to do the whole book and then write, mm-hmm. I just wrote out each chapter by hand in a notebook to make sure that I knew exactly what I wanted to put in and out. And then I just typed the, the chapters out and I kind of streamlined the writing process and I sat down every weekend. As I said, I work in eight to five. so. During the week, I would hand write out my chapters and then like after work and then on the weekend, I spent 14 hours each day sitting at the computer typing out and writing and proofreading and editing. That's and it a lot. Took me six months. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it was. It was a labor of love. 
definitely. Oh my goodness. So what drives you? Like, what was it that kept you going to say, I'm going to spend 14 hours, not just (laughs) writing it out and editing and getting it together, but also just to take the, the intense time to spend 15 years doing research. Um, what was your drive? What was driving you to keep going? The information that I found out, because first it started out just being that, you know, about Joseph and Nefertiti, but there's so much more, there's so much more information in, in my book that I found out that I, I felt like had, it has to be shared. And, um, I, not, you know, as well that when you, are in an American school or I'm not sure how schools are overseas but um, they don't share African history past slavery mm-hmm. with the students and I believe that it is so important for especially American you know African Americans that we understand that our history does not start with slavery and that our history goes back thousands of years and based on scientific evidence and it's something that the scientific community agrees on that Adam and Eve or the first humans were Africans mm-hmm. it's not portrayed that way either and it's really I just feel like it would empower our culture to understand our truth and that makes sense Yeah, I definitely understand where you're coming from with that. Um, So now when you started the research, I know you said you researched for 15 years. When you first started, did you know you were going to write a book or was it just something you were interested in and it just kind of developed into that? Um, I started out wanting to write a a movie. Ah, okay. Yep. And I didn't know how to write screenplays or anything like that. And I spent about, um, I spent a few years trying to figure out exactly what I was going to talk about. And then, um, my boyfriend at the time, my daughter's father, um, saw that I was really stressing over trying to figure out how to write, how to format the screenplay. And he suggested, he was like, why don't you just write a book? Mm. And it was like a light just went off in my head. And um, that's how I um, decided to write my book. And that's what I did from that point on. Okay. So now um, as you were, you know, deciding, okay, I want to do a book (laughs) and maybe be easier, like you said, to get the book out versus the screenplay. um, How do you come up with your ideas or subjects for your books? Is it based off of your research or do you get an idea first and then you start the research it was basically um what i found in my research mm-hmm. so the subject initially like i said was about joseph and um akna and nefertiti and mm-hmm. then i found out so much of like joseph himself wrote a book it's called the testament of joseph um it's a part of this collection of book called the Gnostic Gospels. Then there's also a book that is written about Joseph meeting his wife, Asenath. And then um, 
those books have information about Nefertiti and her husband in them as well. So it was basically what came out of my research as to the subject matter and also what I could prove using biblical records and archaeological records. I used what those three resources agreed on. Okay. Okay. And so when you are coming up with, you know, I guess the new topics, (laughs) are you going to continue researching on these uh, historical characters like Nefertiti and, you know, the ancient Egyptians, or are you going to move into other historical figures? I, so during that, it's, I took so long to research the book that so much more information came out while I was researching those. Mm. So I do have two additional projects that I want to do. I'm going to finish out the Bible. The second book is about, um, it's going to be from Moses to, um, through the life of Jesus. And it really particularly is going to be about Mary. Um, of Magdalene that's kind of what the primary focus is going to be for the second book and then um the third book is 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 going to be about um it's going to be about how our history ties into today and how it affects our culture today it's going to talk about you know World War II and up to the like through the 1900s and up into current times okay and i'm gonna finish it with that oh that's gonna be real good i'm look i'm excited to read about that (laughs) (laughs) um so have you ever experienced like a brain freeze like with all the research that you that you've gotten and everything that you've gathered when it comes time to put all of that together, were there moments when your when your brain just like froze and you lost the creativity? Like I don't know what to write right now. Um, not necessarily. Um, it's just because that it's information, it's it's research, so it's kind of it's not difficult to get brain freeze. But for me, I, I didn't really experience that. But I could definitely imagine someone you know, trying to create a project or someone making a fiction book or, you know, using characters that, that does happen a lot for people in that, um, in, in those book categories that are writing fiction books. Yeah, definitely for fiction. Cause you're trying to come up with new characters and new storylines and plots and <laughs> yeah, definitely it could, it, it could, your brain could just kind of go, no, nah, we're done for today. <laughs> My hat's off to those people because that is so incredible. I've read so many fictional books and it's just, they have, you know, storylines and backstories and it's, it's amazing. It, it is seriously. Um, we actually had a show um, last season where one of the ladies that we've talked to, she's another good author colleague uh, of mine. And she talked about character development and doing vision boards and mm. to help when you are, you know, coming up with your storyline and your plot to help write it out. And so, yeah, it is, it can be very challenging. Um, <laughs> I've written fiction and nonfiction books. And so, yeah, when you're doing fiction, it is a little different. Yes, it definitely is. And so listeners, stay tuned. If you have questions about fiction writing or just as we've mentioned now, you know, working through brain freezing and just a pause in your creativity, stay tuned for future episodes. And please go back and listen to one of the episodes in season two. I just, it's 
It's uh, do you have your vision board ready? Listen to that episode, and we do talk about character development in that episode. Well, one last question before we wrap up: When you are not researching and writing and working and being a mom, because <laughs> we wear fifty million hats, um, what do you do in your free time? Like, what do you do to relax? Um. I I watch a little TV every now and again. Um, I've recently just launched a new business um, with a business partner, so that kind of takes up the remainder of my free time. Um, we're just um, we host events for authors. Um, it, it brings authors together in different cities, and um, we are we're locking in the dates for three cities right now. Um, so that's kind of what I what I do during my free time unless I'm napping or playing a game on my phone it's called LitCon okay well congratulations on the new business venture that now that is exciting so how can listeners uh, connect with you and also to get copies of your books they can um, get copies of my book The Son of God in Kemet that's K-M apostrophe T uh, online at Barnes and Noble um, there's also the study guide, the Son of God in Commit study guide that's available on Barnes and Noble as well. I would um, just to get digital copies of both so they can read as soon as possible. And the second book is in color um, digitally. And um, you can look me up on TikTok or um, Instagram at Nefer, N E F E R underscore Neferu. N-E-F-E-R-U underscore Aten A-T-E-N well, thank you so much for giving us that. And listeners, yes, we will make sure to spell that out and have that in the episode <laughs> notes because we know that it's going to take a minute to try to write all that down. So we will have all of that for you in the episode notes. And thank you again, Shantae, for being our special guest on today's show. We have been educated and just given some brand new knowledge. And listeners, I hope that you got a little bit on research and what goes into it and why it is critical and important for certain types of books that you're writing. So thank you again, Shantae. We appreciate it so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you. And listeners, as always, keep winning at writing. And until next time, everyone be blessed. Bye for now.